So there you are midway over the fence and suddenly your horse puts in a little bit of a flight change, a change in plan that you were not expecting. And try as you may, you are suddenly completely either in front of or behind the movement and you just know that on landing there is going to be that tud of your backside hitting the saddle on the way down. How do we change this? Well guys, this week we are looking at bounces and how bounces can help not only you, but also your horse develop and improve your overall strength and not only over fences, but also on the flat as well. Hi there, my name is Lorna. I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where every week we take a different topic and we break it down piece by piece. And first of all, get a little bit of clarity about what it's all about. And then secondly, start working it into step-by-step your schooling routine with your horse so as it can help both you and your horse make those improvements and see those results that you're both looking for. Now, this week is a special week because this coming weekend, we are having a webinar, a live training, all on the counter, and I would love for you to join us. You can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar to sign up there. And not just from a, you'll get to learn lots about how to improve your canter, both getting into the canter, getting out of the canter and everything in between, but also because I'm actually going to be recording the webinar at 11 p.m. my time. So uh, all all the help staying awake and keeping the energy levels up would be greatly appreciated as well. So you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. So guys, back to today. And as I mentioned, we are talking about bounces. Now, bounces... It's often, a lot of riders don't ever try a bounce. They don't ever maybe tackle it. They don't really want to learn more about it. And it's because a bounce can often seem a little bit daunting for a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be. And in fact, the bounce is something that once you understand it, and once you really, I suppose, get into the nuts and bolts about what's going on, you'll see that it's not as difficult as many riders think it is. And it's such a great way to improve, as I said, not only you, but also your horse as well. And to develop both of you, develop your skills, but not only that, to develop your strength as well. So why does it do all this? Well, because when you are going over a bounce, and I'm initially talking about pose on the ground even, you don't even have to have fences set up, you can just use the pose on the ground you, both you and your horse, first of all, are having to move yourselves in slightly different ways. I find it's a great way for the rider to really get down and understand what happens when the horse jumps a feints, okay? But only that, it's a great way to teach the horse to become a little bit quicker and to react a little bit quicker over the fence. So you get that lovely snapping up the knees and um, you get them really using their back end as they go over the fence. We'll talk more about that later. But um, it does require quite a bit of I suppose strength and athleticism from your horse um, as well as quick thinking. So it's, it's a really good exercise to do that. Now, for as far as the rider goes, because the, the horse's balance is constantly changing between the back and the front as he goes through any sort of a grid that has bounces in it. The rider is having to all the time keep shifting. And one of the reasons that the riders initially, uh, what I mentioned at the very beginning, sometimes when the horse makes these micro adjustments, these uh, changes to the flight plan mid-air, sometimes one of the reasons why the riders tend to get knocked off balance is because they're actually using the horse 
to balance them in their jumping position over the fence rather than having their own support and their own kind of structure set up that they're using they're, they're merely just getting out of the horse's way they're driving the horse to the fence of course you're riding it and you're not driving with your seat but I mean you're bringing the horse to the fence but then you're getting out of the way to allow the horse to jump the fence okay and that's often missing with many riders and as soon as the horse has to shift or make an adjustment over the fence the rider then because they're they're dependent on the horse for that balance um, they cannot then make the adjustment quick enough to get them back now it comes down to two things it comes down to feel but it also comes down to having the strength so you'll often as you become more experienced you'll feel that the horse has made an adjustment underneath you but now so oh great he's made an adjustment but you can't actually do anything about it from your point of view to be able to change the outcome of the situation but practicing over bounces is one of the ways that you can really begin to I think get really really acquainted with how your body and how you can use your body over the fences and through a line of fences and over individual fences as well and uh, be able to get out of the horse's way so it's a great thing it's a great uh, exercise to do that as well so what is a bounce well a bounce simply put is when the horse lands from one jump or pole okay you don't have to have a jump and as he touches down, he immediately takes off again over a second jump or a second pole, okay? So basically, there's no non-jumping strides between the two obstacles or between the two poles, okay? As the front feet touch down, the back feet, as they come near to landing, the front feet just snap back up again and on they go over the second obstacle, um, while the back feet then again push off uh, over that second obstacle after them so the, as I say you don't have the non-jumping stride so I think that before you even begin to tackle a bounce it is a couple of well there's always prerequisites isn't there with anything okay so the prerequisites to the bounce would be that your horse is confident jumping individual fences but not only that also related distances so whether you call them doubles or in and outs now i know a lot of people will think of a related distance and i think like four or five strides or six or seven strides but I'm talking about slightly shorter, so doubles, combinations, triples, whatever you call it, in and outs, um, that your horse is able to navigate through that confidently. And only that, that you as a rider are also able to get through confidently. And what I mean is that you're able to actually control your body enough to be able to sit up and ride the non-jumping strides in between. It's no good if you're just hanging on to the main all the way through the, the combination or through the, the related distance, okay? So you need to be able to sit up, take control of the situation, drive again or ride again and then uh, get your horse to the next obstacles and then get out of the way over the next obstacle as well now I do realize that often we get things wrong and that's okay and bounces are another great way of actually improving how you can ride a related distance later because you get a better um, I suppose you're just able to make better micro adjustments and not only that you're you're able to poise yourself better in the saddle okay without getting too far ahead of the movement or getting left behind with the movement as well now another way that i use bounces in lessons and i find it's fantastic to teach riders this and kind of it's a real practical way of showing it is when we're talking about impulsion coming to a fence and the reason is a lot of riders confuse impulsion for speed Okay, so they think that, you know, when, when somebody says, put your leg on or you need a little bit more leg, they think, okay, f kind of foot to the floor, vroom, flat to the mat. And of course, if you've been riding for any length of time, you'll know that 
that is not the correct way to approach a fence. What's going to end up happening is your horse is going to flatten over the fence. But not only that, your horse is probably going to jump in too deep and then really, really struggle to jump out again. And this would just be with a normal kind of a combination or an in and out, any sort of related distance. Now with a bounce, this becomes even kind of more obvious because as I said, there's no non-jumping strides to try and fix things, okay? So often when we have maybe two strides, two non-jumping strides, or even more when you've seven or eight non-jumping strides, you've a lot of time there to make adjustments. If you got, if you kind of made a mess of the first one, it's not the end of the world, okay? You can do something to make a few changes or to kind of try and fix things a little bit by the time you get to the second obstacle. But with a bounce, if you drive your horse into it and you have him flatten or jump in too deep, there is no room for improvement, okay? And it's not a nice thing to do to your horse. So it's a great way, it's a great kind of using grids that contain bounces is a great way to kind of get that principle across to the rider that you want the impulsion to have the energy more gathered up instead of letting the energy fly out of the horse, okay? Now we are going to be talking about that later in the week, but um, it's, it's a great way to teach that. And if you're a little bit unsure of kind of the sort of canter you want to jump in, bounces also help with that because they help with the rhythm. So when you're jumping, you can actually use your bounces and you can use just poles on the ground, ground poles there, to kind of get your rhythm sorted out with your canter and to then begin to notice that as you approach the bounce and then obviously your getaway, so as you, after you've popped it, as you leave it behind and kind of move on to the next fence, um, are you able to maintain this consistent rhythm all the way through in the canter? Bounce is a great way of testing this without um, kind of having to put up very high jumps and jumping the legs off your horse, so to speak, okay? So what I would suggest you do first and foremost is start by placing a single pole on the ground and just cantering over it and feel how your horse moves over the pole, okay? So you want to be able to remain balanced. You want to make sure that you're getting off his back as he canters over the pole, but that you're not throwing yourself onto his neck because later when you add a second pole or when you begin to build fences, if you've thrown yourself onto his neck, it's going to be very, very difficult for him to snap up those front legs, okay? So you want to make sure that you're waiting, that you're just poised, as I say, right balanced over the saddle at all times, okay? You want to keep thinking about being over the saddle as opposed to being on the neck or being behind the saddle, okay? You want to keep your body almost over the saddle, okay? And again, you want to just have a little bit of daylight between your backside and the saddle as well. You just want to get off his back. It's almost like you want to hover off of his back, okay? There shouldn't be like a huge kind of a four-inch gap there, okay? It's just, it's just a hover up and off the saddle as well. And obviously, it comes to following with your body, but not only that, being able to follow with your hands as well, okay? So with the bounce, you'll actually begin to feel. So again, if you're practicing over one pole, you can begin to kind of feel how your horse's head and neck are moving as he crosses over the pole, as he canters over the pole. And then later when you add your second pole in, so your second pole you would put in about 10 or 12 feet away from the first pole, uh, so about 3 meters or 3.7 meters away from the first. And once you put your second pole in, you can then begin to feel again the difference as your horse works through. Now, I would also suggest working it on both reins and making sure that you're paying close attention to the approach, that you're straight over the poles, straight through the grid, 
whether it be ground pulls or fences and then also that you continue on straight afterwards and then of course your rhythm as well we mentioned it already but that you've got your rhythm now when you start to build up more poles through that okay and I just want to touch on this very quickly your horse has to we said mentioned at the very beginning snap up those front legs so it really gets him aware of using his shoulders and that's one of the reasons it's really important that you don't get ahead of the movement okay but the other thing that happens is his hind quarters also have to learn to kind of work themselves to lift themselves up over the pole first of all but then also to touch down and to push off again over the next one so to keep that impulsion going because remember every time he goes over an obstacle he is going to lose a little bit of energy okay a certain amount is going to be lost so you want to have him in the absolute optimum position that you're not losing all the energy but not only that that the energy that's there he can make the most of it as he continues on down through the grid and of course you can like put up to five poles in a row there and then eventually build it up to fences now very important if you're going to build fences you will possibly have to well definitely if you're starting off with poles and then if you build any sort of height of a fence you're going to have to adjust the distance and I think it's important that initially you have the distance adjusted for what your horse is comfortable with okay and then later as he gets better at it then you can begin adjusting the distance so as he has to actually adjust his stride a little bit down through it but that is like in a few months rather let him get comfortable get confident and only that let him develop his muscles his natural muscles that are there moving through it in a natural way for him before you then begin to maybe change things a little bit if he's a little bit long and you want to shorten things or whatever the case is that you can begin then changing it the other thing is if you find that your horse is maybe veering one way or the other and what I mean is that as you're going through the poles he's drifting a little bit maybe to the left or to the right whichever way but if you find that he is drifting one way or the other I want you to first of all make sure that you are straight through the poles okay you know if you watch riders jump with horses okay and when they go into the jumping position some riders get really enthusiastic and they end up ducking down one side or the other of the horse's neck okay now I put my hand up I used to do this many moons ago when I was a little thing um but yeah they end up like ducking one side or the other of their horse's neck as the horse goes over the fence and that of course is going to affect the horse's balance and how the horse is moving through it but not only that it'll also affect the, those front legs and what he's doing with his front legs as he's again moving through the poles okay so I want you to try and make sure that you remain absolutely centered and symmetrical all the way through the poles as you're working through it as well so before you go and kind of blame your horse and say oh you're you're kind of drifting off or you're wandering one way or the other here buddy start to bring it back to yourself and kind of have a look at yourself make sure you are definitely even Stephen all the way through it and then from there you can begin making changes what I would suggest and what's a nice way of doing it is to build uh, cross poles through it and it'll just help to keep your horse nice and centered as you move through it so guys approach it slowly don't do too much with your horse um, kind of build his confidence slowly allow him to get his confidence up before you go on and then later as both of you are feeling more confident as you're able to move better through it and as he's able to also um, kind of happily just move through it as well uh, you can start with your fences and building fences and you can really have a lot of fun with your bounces as this week we are talking all about bounces we're going to be working through it step by step day by day and um, if you're interested in joining us you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join of course there's all this week's lessons but there's also all the other past lessons in there as well ready and waiting for you and just a final reminder go over 
sign up for the webinar. It's on this coming Saturday, the 2nd of April, and we would absolutely love to, well, the 3rd of April if you're on the other side of the world. So it just depends where you are, um, but uh, the 2nd, 3rd of April, uh, we would love to have you there. It's stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. And as I mentioned, it's all about the cantering. I absolutely love the canter. I love teaching the canter. And I also, I asked uh, quite a few of the people that I'm speaking to here with strides, what they wanted to learn about and where were they struggling and the canter was a biggie. So if you have any issues with your canter, you are more than welcome. I'd love you to join us there. And um, the other thing is if you have any questions or if there's anything you are specifically struggling with with your canter, you are more than welcome to drop me an email as Lauren at stridesforsuccess.com and I will do my best to cover it through the webinar. Guys, have a really, really super week and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.